Hey, welcome to the C3 Auckland podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, head to c3church.org.nz. We hope you enjoy this message. Awesome. Hey, well done, guys. And really, you know, I, I really honor you all. There's so many of you that are um, serving together, and it really is an honor to, to lead this uh, crazy, radical bunch of, of servers. And uh, I just want to encourage you tonight. I'm going to start off a little bit more provocative. I've got a radical message title. I'm going to explain it really quickly because I want to stay friends tonight. Well, my message is called um, Don't Be Useless. Uh, and I'm going to explain it. I'm going to explain it. My wife said, my wife said, don't do it. Um, but she's in kids' church, so watch, what, you know. Okay, I said, Fiona, they'll understand, they're mature. Okay, so this, this is inspired by just one of my favorite all-time quotes of the last two years anyway, by John Wesley, who um, was the leader of the, the Methodist Church, a radical leader. Like, the Methodist Church was like the C3 church of its time. It was, it was out there, it was radical, it was doing big things for God. In December 1763, he wrote in his journal, Lord, let me lo- not... Let- <laughs> Don't be useless. <laughs> You're going to have these moments. you just got to nail it. He wrote in his journal, December 1763, he wrote, Lord, let me not live to be useless. And when I read that, I thought, that is so cool. And that's a prayer we could all pray. God, don't let me live to be useless. I want to be useful in your hand. That's the theme of the message, so that's good. Um, and think about this. Think about some of your worst um, serving experiences, like being on the, the recipient of bad service, and I really hope they didn't take place at C3 Auckland. Um, but you think about it, um, a time for, for me, for Fiona and I, was years ago, in fact, just uh, after we got married and we, uh, we saved up like crazy and bought a house and then went on this overseas trip a couple of years after that, you know, and that, I reckon it's the better order. Get the house before you spend all your money traveling overseas. But anyway, up to you. Um, anyway, so we did that, and, and we, we went overseas, and, and after 24 hours, we just flew straight up to Paris. I had this great idea. I was like, Fiona, let's forget the stopover. We're just going all the way. Uh, and that was, that was pretty full on. And anyway, so we arrived after 24 hours of travel, short stop off in, uh, somewhere in Thailand. And then we arrived, so we are so tired, and we got in this cab, this French lady, and she, something went wrong in the cab ride. I don't, I still to this day don't know what happens, uh, what happened. Fiona said that I was offensive, but yeah, I don't think that was the case. It's not possible. It's not possible. Apparently I said something, and this cab driver, because what happens sometimes in France is that they think that for Kiwis, little, little uh, word of advice, just tell everybody you're from New Zealand because they think you're from Britain. And they're not the best of friends, those two places. And uh, so anyway, I said something, and she just stopped the cab and said, get out. <laughs> and then it was a standoff because it's like, I'm not getting out. I've just been flying for 24 hours. Get me to the hotel. And we just had this little moment. Fiona was trying to be a peacemaker. It was awesome. Um, but you'd have to say it wasn't the greatest service. And you remember those moments where, <laughs> you know, that's... <laughs> doesn't matter what the, you know, the customer's always right. The customer's always right. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, how important is it when somebody, you just think about the other side, when you go somewhere, I'm thinking like a cafe or a restaurant or, or, a, or a lunch bar or something, you're in, you're in a hurry and you turn up and the place is busy and nobody even acknowledges you. you remember that? You're just, you're just wanting somebody to look at you, but they won't because when people are really busy, they, they can't handle it. So they're just making coffee and you're trying to get their eye and they're just like, no, nobody's looking, everybody's busy, everybody's... And then when somebody actually just acknowledges you, you know, sometimes people say they just look up and say, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm going to be with you in just a moment. And at least you're feeling like somebody sees me, somebody notices me. How much does that matter when you walk in, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be a nightmare, and somebody comes to the rescue? It's a powerful moment when you have great service. And how much more so in the house of God? As people walk in, needing somebody to notice them. Needing, you know, probably walking in going, is anybody, you know, do I fit here? Is anybody going to be friendly or welcome me? Is anybody, you know, how much more so do people need great service for somebody to notice them, acknowledge them, to make life work for them, to say, hey, come, come and uh, sit over here or come and do this or let me help you. Come on, who's, who, who could be uh, excited about seeing a place where people get help, people get served? And hopefully that was your experience coming to C3. And if it's not, I'm so sorry. And let's work on it together. Um, but I know that's what Christ wants for his church. And my scripture here tonight I'm preaching out of is 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 58 in the NLT says this. So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. So good. Kicks off with so, so my dear brothers and sisters. And let's be reminded tonight of the community that we have together. Can I encourage you? You know, some of us have been coming along for a long time now. Don't take it for granted. Don't, don't, don't get grumpy and annoyed with the people that actually love you. Do you know what I mean? It's one of the reasons I've, you know, made it so long in the church is, is just trying to appreciate all of you the people that are around us, the people that we're doing life with. So my dear brothers and sisters, some of the greatest people in my life are the people that I've served with. Because here's the deal. Um, you don't, we all need close relationships to make it in the faith. You will not make it on your own. And while we, we, we're so pumped to have an online service and we really want to connect with you, at some point, all of us have to get together with a bunch of people and do some life together. And, and you don't make those close friendships simply just turning up to a service. You tend to make those relationships with people you walk with and serve with. And as uh, Pastor Matt's already expressed tonight, I was there. I've got this vivid memory. Uh, I don't remember every single person when they started serving, when they said that to me. But I remember Matt as a teenager, 14 or 15, coming up and, and you know, saying, hey, I'm here to help. What do you, what do you need? I want to do this thing. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't put them on the lights, uh, switching off the lights. I would have gone a bit more high. No? That was Nathan Mark, of course. It wouldn't have been me. I would have given you something way better than that. Um, but, you know, so we've been doing this journey together for 18 years now um, for Stuart who's around here somewhere, Stuart. Let's give Stuart a big hand down the back here, just making sure. 
16, 16 years we've been doing the, just this journey together of serving, of doing life together, of working together. Um, Steve and Amy here, uh, 12 years, 12 years, who were also, by the way, Fast Track leaders. Can I, can I give a shout out for Fast Track? Some of the, some of the highest ranking people in our church started off Fast Track. So uh, yeah, and, and even you guys, right? That is incredible. Um, Scott and Nikki serving together here in the church eight years in the greatest C3 family, 20 years. Um, John and Tracy back here, I think about 20, I think these guys have been running Connect Group for about 20 years in our church. I think we should give it up for that. Woo! So if you feel like, you know, you're just like, man, I've, I've just run out of everything I could ever say in a Connect Group. What, how do you do this? Just go talk to them. Uh, they know how to get excited about Connect Group, and they've got a fantastic Connect Group. And these are a lot of the people that, that I do life with, and it's beautiful. And I just want to encourage you to, to really look around and be thankful for the people that surround you, albeit that occasionally they're going to annoy you, but you probably annoy them too. So let's just uh, hug it out and keep moving forward together in Jesus' name. Get your donut at the end and just have a good time. Enjoy the camaraderie. Come on, let, let God build you together with some people this year of 2021. That's my dream. Okay, it says be strong and immovable. So as Christians, don't be wishy-washy. Come on, here today, gone tomorrow. On and off, in and out, hot and cold. Come on, if you're going to come up and say to me or any other leader, hey, I'm here to serve, then stick around. Let's do it. Let's go. Come on. Come on. There are some people that have said that to me, and I, I, I miss the fact that they're not with us at the moment, you know, and you never give up. You never give up on people, but, you know, it's, it's amazing to have beautiful people uh, with us in the house. Don't, don't let the world's way, peer pressure, offense, emo your emotional state um, take you off course. As Aaron was saying today, come on, don't let emotions stop you serving God. When you push through, and in that moment, say, God, I'm not feeling this. But, you know, you're standing with Jesus in that moment. That's what he said. The difference was, he said, hey, I'm not feeling this. God, if we can do it another way, that'd be amazing. But just add this statement to the end of your whinge. Just say, but God, not my will anymore, but your will be done. And you're going to be like Jesus in the way that you live. Come on, let your roots go deep in Christ. You know, you'll be strengthened by serving and being part of the community. Come on, the nation this year doesn't need flaky Christians. You know, sometimes we get Christians on the media and the, and the media know how to find just the, the weird and wonderful people out there. And come on, we don't need any more flaky Christians. We need strong, immovable, passionate, serving, committed, mature, unified Christians in the body of Christ. It says, always work enthusiastically for the Lord. In the NIV, it says, always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. It's like all in, all in. And my encouragement for us in 2021, come on, let's be all in. Come on, who's ready to be all in for the kingdom? In 2021, all in. Here it is. Whatever you do, all in in your life is going to be powerful. You think about that. Whatever, whatever you just commit to, all in. Like I'm all over this thing. I'm dominating this thing is going to be amazing. you just got to choose what those things are going to be. And I kind of say, you know, the, the best thing we can always do, I mean, obviously there's some great things to be part of in life, but make sure that
that Christ ranks number one. That's all. He's not saying he's not saying don't enjoy your life and don't do things you love to do. He's just saying let Christ be the number one all-in moment of your life. And I'd love to just capture everybody here tonight. Yeah, come on, imagine, imagine. All of us sitting here tonight, at least, let alone all the other locations we have, could just go all in this year for the cause of Christ. If our church went all in for open heaven, we couldn't fit everybody that's coming. You know, I'd love to do that. Let's just edge everybody else out, you know. Just let's get in there early, take all the spots, you know, and let it overflow. You know, that would be amazing. Can I encourage you to be all in for our for our youth and young adults? You know, I was saying this morning that that I started serving at 17. I'd love to invite just all of our young people and our young adults to, to sign up today to something big for 2021 because I'm telling you that God will surprise you. He's, he's definitely, can I, can I be honest, He's not going to give you everything you want, which is a bit disappointing, and I feel that at times as well. Um, but He will surprise you. God will surprise you with what He does in your life. Who's sitting here tonight and you've been surprised in a positive way with what God has done? <laughs> like, it's amazing. You know, there's a proverb that says, you know, what God, what God gives is better than what you ask for. Now, that needs a little lens on it because sometimes we don't feel like that's the case, but it's actually true. What He brings us, what He gives us, what He leads you into is actually better than what you ask for. Just trust Him. Come on. Our faith doesn't even work when we're not all in. It really doesn't work. I, I, I love this, this quote from years ago that really touched me, a guy called Brendan Manning. And, and he says this, the greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips and then walk out the door and deny him by their lifestyle. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. Isn't that amazing? I was like, whoa. So come on, all we got to do is live it up. You know, live what, we, live what we believe. Here it is. Live what you sung tonight. You sung those words. I didn't put it in the song list for, for tonight. I think Liam did, so blame him. You sung tonight. You sang, if I'm not dead, you're not done. What were you thinking? Did you know what you were doing when you sung those words? If they came out of your mouth tonight, people, come on, live it. Live it. If you sing it, live it. If I'm not dead, you're not done. People, people have to see the difference in us. If we look just like the world, we have no witness. If we walk, talk, act, hang like the world, we have no message, and it has no traction. James 2 and verse 17 says, so you see, faith by itself is not enough unless it produces good deeds it is dead and useless. It's pretty strong, isn't it? So it's not, it's not enough about just having a faith. It's about adding to it good deeds. And God activates His kingdom through our good deeds. It says, uh, you know, maybe, uh, I can't remember who's playing keyboards, but just come. Jono, Jono! Let's give it up for one of our great servants of the house. Jono Fuller, love this guy. Scripture says, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. And, and, and here's what I want to wrap it on this. Serving is never a waste of time. It's not in vain. It's not useless. This is the amazing promise of God. There's so much of what we do in our lives 
turns out to be not that fruitful. But the Bible says that whenever we serve, that there is fruit. This king, we might not always see the fruit, but just remember this, that Jesus is the Lord of the harvest. It's in his hands. You know, we just got to serve God and we're going to see uh, victories in people's lives. We're going to see things turn around. Last Sunday night was a beautiful night for me. I'm hoping some of the people are here tonight. We saw 14 people make decisions for Christ. Let's give it up for those people right now. Beautiful, man. There's always fruit. And can I tell you, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't my victory for every person that serves in this place. This was your victory. 14 people made a stand. I talked to some of them this morning out at Monaco. So exciting, the future of their lives. Come on, don't let the world tell you who you are. The world will say you can't really make an impact, that you know you're, you're, you turning up didn't really make a difference, but God has another message. He sees you tonight. He sees you turning up. He sees, as Aaron was sharing, you know, serving through the pain of going through stuff in life, but you turned up anyway. Turning up to do your role when your heart's a bit broken, but you're just like, God, I'm all in. I'm all in. Lifting those hands in worship when you don't understand, you know, why your heart's been ripped out by some situation you're going through, but goes, God, I'm gonna worship you anyway, because I know that you're good and your faithfulness endures forever. Albert Barnes of his commentary on this passage says, nothing is useless. Every part contributes to the general result. The health and the beauty and the vigor of the system, not a muscle is useless, not a nerve, not an artery, not a vein, all are employed all have an important place and all contribute to something, to the health and beauty of the whole. Every single one of you here, this quote says you have an important place. So come on, take your place, Christian. Take your place. Don't exclude yourself. Here's, here's my, my four keys on serving, the power of serving. Number one, it meets a need. You know, my advice here would be don't look for the, your, like, your perfect role. Just say, what can I do to help? What's the, what's the need? Michael Maiden said when he was with us last time, he said, there is a problem God created you to solve. Don't, don't let me solve mine. I'm gonna try my best. You know, I've got a pretty cool team here. But there is a problem that God created you to solve. He wants you to solve it. He wants the joy of that moment of you rising up, overcoming all your feelings and sometimes emotions to say, God, I want to serve. Number two, it identifies your purpose. And, uh, you know, what a beautiful thing that is. Over the years in my life, I've seen just the purpose of God come through as I've served. Number three, it develops your life. God wants to build you higher. So be consistent in your serving. Don't be up and down. Understand there will be moments of humanity. We'll get it wrong as a church sometimes. We try our best, but hang in there anyway. Stay with the team. Stay around the people. Number four, it helps build the church and it helps others grow. And that's what God wants, us to have an outward focus. Come on, don't live your life obsessed with yourself because it's not gonna work for you. You know, the more you look in the mirror and you, you know, just see the flaws. But as you start looking away to others and to Christ, you, you see that the help you could do, you know, you say, oh, I could help that person. You know, I used to think I had a lot of problems when I came into church. And then I saw some of the other people that came to church. 
I thought, you know, maybe I could help instead of obsessing about my problems. Maybe I could just help. You know what I mean? As we start helping each other, it lifts us. We feel useful in the master's hands. If I probably had a quiet hour or three to look at my own life, I might still see some of those problems. But it's a lot more fun to help other people, to be part of the kingdom, to be used by God, to rise above. God doesn't want perfect people. He's not looking for, He knows we're not perfect. None of us are going to be perfect this side of heaven. But you know, when we rise above our problems and our challenges to serve and help other people, others look on and say, man, if he can do it, if she can do it, maybe I can do it. Maybe I can do something. If that person can change, if that life can change, maybe my life can change. You gotta understand what you getting off off the bleachers and getting in the game is gonna do for others. You're gonna inspire a whole lot of other people that'll think, man, I relate to that person. And that's what the kingdom is all about. We all have a witness, we all have a story. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you'd like to know more about our church or to find out what's coming up, check out c3church.org.nz.